0: My first scripture reading comes from Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 20. And I picked this out because as I was going to the lectionary this last week, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, but I'm going to. It was They left this chapter out, chapter 15, and they went from 13, and then they skipped 15, and went over to 14. And I'm like, whatever they leave out, I'm putting in. And so, chapter 15, verses 1 through 20. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do thy disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they wash not their hands when they eat bread. But he answered and said unto them, Why do you transgress the commandment of God by your traditions? For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curses father or mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whosoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me and honor not his father or his mother he shall be free thus have you made the commandment of God of none effect by your traditions you hypocrites well did Isaiah as, as prophesying of you saying these people draw near unto me with their mouth and honors me with their lips but their heart is far from me but in vain they do worship me teaching for doctrines the commandments of men hang on to that verse and he he called the multitude and said unto them, hear, hear and understand. Not that which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which cometh out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind leaders of the blind. If the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, Are you also yet without understanding? Do, you, do not you yet understand that whatsoever entereth in the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast out into the draught? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart, and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man. But to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. The word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said amen. amen. Let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your words of life, Lord. And Holy Spirit, speak through me. Let my words be your words. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I'm going to jump right back into Samuel. Let's go to another scripture here. Because Samuel, First Samuel chapter 16 verses 7. And this, this story here is Samuel was looking to anoint a new king, because Saul blew it. So Samuel went to Jesse, and he was going to pick out a, one of his sons, and Jesse had eight sons. And so, seven sons, eight sons, I'd have to read it. <laughs> I forget things sometimes. But anyways, he went through all the boys. They bring him all up to him and these, all these guys were big guys and they had it going on and they just looked like they should be king. But God has told Samuel that God don't look at the outward appearance of people. He looks at the heart. And let's read this verse here. It says, But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance. But the Lord looketh on the heart. And that's what Jesus was talking about. The heart. And that's what God's wanting to do in all of us. Give us a new heart. That's this work He's doing. And then we get caught up in these religious activities and being like Pharisees and try to do everything just right. And and, you know, I've been beating up on everybody the last couple of weeks. I've I've realized that. I've... I've been going over my messages and I'm thinking, man, I've been really tearing into these Pharisees, guys, these religious people. But I think it's very important that we don't go there as Christians, as as followers of Jesus Christ, that we don't slip into that mode of Pharisee and scribes where we judge people uh, for not going to church. We judge people for not believing the Bible. And I'm bad about it, you know. But when people get hurt so much by these Pharisees and religious people, it makes them reject God's word. And, so, and that's what's going on in our world today. There's so much hatred in the church towards the non-church. And so we got a division there. And we get hatred. And if you see how Jesus did it, he would call them out, the scribes and the Pharisees. He'd call them out and say, you know, he'd tell them just the way, way it is. And they didn't like it. And sometimes we don't like being told the truth. But Jesus is the truth. His words were spirit and life. That's what he said. My words are spirit and life. So every time Jesus opened his mouth, spirit and life was going out to the people. And what's funny about it, most of the people that received it were the down and out, the lowly people, the poor, the broke, busted, and couldn't be trusted. And I I fall in that category. But God's doing a new work. He's done a new work. In fact, I wouldn't even be up here If it wasn't from the Holy Spirit. Because this is not what I wanted to do. Is tell people about God. And see. So now I talk to people. That don't know God. And sometimes I get offended. I get offended by their ignorance of the word. And I got to remind myself. I was there. I was in that same boat. The main thing it is. overcomes this like I was talking to the kids you got to sit and listen and bite your tongue and love the people right where they're at and understand where they're coming from that's what Jesus wants us to do that's what Jesus was telling his disciples and we get so quick to judge people oh they drink they're in the bar all the time they're no good you know what? I believe Jesus would have went to that bar and had a drink with them. I mean, that's just how Jesus was. And that's why they didn't like him. Because he hung out with the sinners. He hung out with the, with the down and out. He didn't go and hang out with all the high and mighty people that thought they were God's gift to the world. He hung out with sinners. Brokenness. And he did it out of love. He wanted people to understand that God knows That we are there. That we are broken. But God still looks at the heart. He don't look at your habits or what you're going through. He does, but He looks at the heart. And He wants to do a work. That remolding and shaping. Like He said in Ezekiel, I'm going to take that heart of stone and I'm going to take it out I'm going to give you a heart of flesh. Something I can mold and work with. And so I'm asking you today, is God working on your heart? Is he molding and shaping you into that person that he knows you are and that he's called you to be? Not a Pharisee, not a scribe, but a loving Jesus follower, a child of the Most High God that looks at people with compassion and love. And I think if we don't do this as the church, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. We're trying to get people in here to do religious things. I know this church ain't like that. That's why I love this church. I've always loved this church. Because this church is not religious. This church is about Jesus. And we're going to stay that way. If you're not about the Bible and about Jesus, you're not the church. And that's why I want to stay there. I want to stay in God's Word. And I'm going to read God's Word to you. And you're going to hear what God says word for word, not what Kenny says. Because it's very important. And that scripture right there where God told Samuel that God does not look at all this external stuff. And people do. Think about it. You're judged by what kind of car you drive. What kind of house you live in. What kind of clothes you wear. This is how the world judges you. This is the world we live in. And, and then if, you, if you've got it going on, you got car, you got money, hey, you got it going on. And that's how the world judges you. But that's not how God looks at it. You could be the richest person in the world and still be most miserable. Still be missing the mark. Still be going down the wrong path. And so God wants us to to look to Him, to look to Jesus. As you know, when Jesus was on the cross and He was up there paying for the sins of everybody, not just the ones who went to the church or the synagogue, but for the whole world. You know, when I was in Haiti, and this, I don't know if I brought this up last week, but I might have. When I was in Haiti, the church there on the island where we went, Loganoff Island, they had rules. Wendy knows, she was there. If you didn't come to the school or it had anything to do with the church, you wasn't allowed to eat. You wasn't invited to dinner. And that made us really mad, our team. We couldn't understand that. And then they tell us stuff like don't give the kids food because if you feed one you're going to have to feed the whole village you know and it's like how how hard is that when you got we're in a room we was in a room uh just a block building with no windows but it had shutters that you shut but the windows were uh, shutters were open we're in there and we got a layout of spread we got a table full of food we got cereal we got fruit we got pancakes we got everything and all of these windows there's kids standing in the window going, food, food. And they tell them, to ignore them. And it's like, and you call yourself the church. Jesus came for those people. So I remember, I couldn't handle it. Susie and I both. We got up, we grabbed both of us, grabbed a bag of dry cereal, and we went out and we gave it to the kids, and we went to our our rooms and we cried about it and prayed about it, and we couldn't understand why. In the blue blazes would a church call themselves the church and deny the hungry piggle. These people ain't just hungry physically, they're hungry spiritually. And see, my Jesus fed them all. If you read the stories, he fed them all. Their wives, their children, he fed them all. He feed 5,000 men then their wives and their children. I don't know why they always say it that way, but that's how it is. And so you do the math. He didn't say, well, if you came to Sunday school, then you can eat. But if not, sorry about your luck. But see, that's the kind of world we live in. And as a church of Jesus Christ, we need to get out of those bad habits of picking and choosing who we're going to help. You've got to help that drug addict just as much as you help someone who's just broke and busted. And I know people don't like to hear it. Oh, well, you're enabling them. Well, you know, that's not our decision. Our decision is to love and help to reach out, and pick up. And this is where I'm at in my life. I'm gonna help anybody and everybody that asks. I don't care if they go to church or if they've never been to church, or if they think Jesus is the devil, I'm still gonna love them like God wants me to. And I'm learning to shut my mouth because I have a tendency to wanna to correct people when they're wrong about the scriptures, like I'm a Mr. Know-it-all. And, and i got to back up and say, just shut up and listen. Do what Jesus would do. This compassion and love and mercy and forgiveness. Because these people are led by the wrong spirit. And until their eyes get opened to the truth, they're blind. Just like a lot of religious leaders in our world today. A lot of people are chasing the almighty dollar. They're worried about their retirement plans. What am I going to do? What am I going to do when I retire? How am I going to pay this? Instead of trusting in Jesus. Instead of trusting in God like the children of Israel did in the desert. When they didn't have no food, God rained down food. When he didn't have no water, he brought water out of a rock. And see, that's the kind of mentality we need as the children of God. That no matter what, God will provide. No matter what. It's not about how much you're gonna do, it's what God's gonna do. And we gotta get that mentality in our minds as we go through life. That God has promised to take to meet all of our needs. God has promised, and promised over again, that I will never leave you or forsake you. That's what Jesus said to his disciples. And so I know these last six months I felt like I know I shouldn't be talking about me, but I'm just going little examples. I feel like I haven't heard from God. You know, I've been, been in, a, in a dark room with no, no voice coming back to me where I can't hear him. And then I read something the other day. A, a dear, dear friend of mine put it on Facebook that when you're going through stuff like this, the teacher's usually silent when you're going through a test you remember that when you're in school and you're going through a test questions are over you can't ask questions you just got to do it and the teacher's silent and that's how life is sometimes sometimes it's he's silent but he's going to he's there he's nudging but he's silent but I know he's with me because when I get up here and preach I can feel his spirit preaching through me And that's the only reason I keep coming back because I know this is where God wants me. And I know God's got a plan for each person because he's looking at your heart. He's not looking at your bank account or your cars or your houses. He's looking at your heart. He's drawing you to himself. And that's what gives you this hunger to come to church. That's what gives you that hunger to seek God's face is because God is drawing you to himself. No man comes to the Father unless the Father, or comes to me unless the Father draws him. That's what Jesus said. No man comes to me unless the Father draws him. So if, if you've come into Jesus and, and you, you feel hungry for him, it's because God is drawing you to himself. And that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. That, that way you, you'll know that, well, God is working here. He is in my life because he won't let me go. He's doing a new thing in my heart. So as we go out into our world, let's remember this. Be slow to anger. Slow to wrath. Be quick to hear. In fact, let's, I'm going to finish with this scripture here. Romans 12, verses 10 through 21. And some of these I'm working on. Be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love in honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation. Now that's tough, that's a tough one. Continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things. Be condensed to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. And if it be possible, as much as lieth in you live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, Feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. Easier said than done. It really is. But that's the heart of God. That's the Holy Spirit that's in you. That's the way he will direct you. Slow in wrath. Because I know myself, I get offended. I want to reach out instantly. But I'm learning to shut up and just listen. And if I got a problem with it, I can go in my bedroom and shut the door and scream my head off. But in front of the people, keep you cool. (laughs) Let's pray. Holy Father, we thank you for your words of life, Lord. And Lord, sometimes it just seems so hard for us to do this. But we know we can do all things through you, Lord. So, Father, in Jesus' name, fill us with your Holy Spirit that we may be your church and walk in love to the hurting and lost and not be so high-minded and self-conceited where people don't even want to be around us. Help us to spread this love and compassion that comes from your throne, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Amen.